This week on your Old School RuneScape Update, 2024 begins with a summary of our Christmas break featuring combat feats. We also discuss the powerful RuneLite menu entry swapper plugin, unexpected crystal singing, and the stark differences between the Throne of Miscellanea and the Fremenic Isles. This is the Old School RuneScape Update, Episode 9, recorded Saturday, January 6th, 2024. The League's Crescendo. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Old School RuneScape Update, the first episode of 2024. Sirion and I are back after 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 a week off. Isn't it good to be back? Discuss things. Figure out where we've been. Uh, it, it, it's been it's been a super weird week, honestly, um, because like Monday, New, like New Year's Day, um, but then like a lot of things still haven't started up yet this week. So this was yeah. kind of like a normal week, but also kind of not. So it, exactly, this, this this episode sort of snuck up for me, to be honest. Right, and and I was feeling like you know we're back this week for old school. And the reason we're back this week for old school is because we have this thing called leagues going on, but the RS3 show isn't starting for another week because there's no, there was no game update this past week. So when you sum up all those things together, well, we're, we're of course going to discuss what we've been discussing since mid-November at that, at this point in time, which is of course that wonderful adventure known as leagues, um, depending where we're at and where we want to go in the, in the waning hours. But uh, nonetheless, uh, you can follow along. Show notes at update.show slash OS. We have a friends chat in-game, which is Bits Bytes, and the community Discord is at update.show slash Discord. You can find me in-game at Shane12088, and Sirion is Sirion spelt with a C at the start. All right. So it's been, it's been a Christmas break. I, I know you and I know myself. We both spent tons of time on leagues. Over the Christmas break, and do you, are you feeling fulfilled here in the in the waiting hours? Yeah, I think so. Um, I I I definitely achieved what I wanted to achieve. I even exceeded it uh, in the end. Um, so I I I think there's nothing to complain about, really. That's good. That's good. That's good. I, I of course have I of course have a laundry list of things that I'd like to complain about. Um but we'll save that for 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 another show as 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 it's gonna be. Uh, just to, of course a bit of a preview into that. Um I I came into this not knowing what to expect and, and what I wanted out of it. But I did get many things over the Christmas break that are of course maybe tangentially related to that and you know one of the first things i think i sat down to do after we after we uh broke for christmas was i got my fire cape which i was putting off i should have yeah. done it way sooner way sooner it, it's <laughs> i i you always entertain me with these things and talked about this on the, on, on like one of the previous shows um where you just put off certain things because you think they're awful, and then we end up doing them, we're like, oh, that's that's not so bad. It, it's the institutionalized memory of 2006 me trying to go for a fire cape many times and failing, I think, is what it was. Mm. 
but you know the the way it ultimately shook out folks is that um for people who have done that on leagues is that you know zero food on jad just like you predicted but the rest of the rest of the um rest of the fire caves uh needed a bit of food and boy are we thankful for banker's note on that very much so yeah it helps i think i think i could have probably done it without but it's 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 nice to have a little bit of backup yeah just as even a comfort thing right exactly and i think it comes um it speaks to league's ability to give you those extra layers of comfort to just try out new things uh, and get prepared for them right and and that's the thing that i smile the most walking away from which will which will become clear as we progress through the show the main reason i wanted the fire cape wasn't the combat stats it was to get into the it was get into the thieving area to get gems right right (laughs) with my ice gloves from wonderful asgardia (laughs) which which you didn't get in the end because you went for track you went for turan and kandarin and and korin so Mm -hmm. uh no ice gloves for you but no ice gloves, no. Yeah, but the but the fire cape was definitely uh useful in relation to other uh combat adventures along the way. Um how how about you? Where 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 do you want to go next in terms of leagues or what we've been up to over the over the break? Uh I mean I am I'm practically finished with leagues. Um I mean I don't have much of a choice, I guess. Um it's 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 ending in a few days. Yeah. But yeah. Um I I spent a lot of time, especially today, just catching up. Um just cashing in all the work that I've been doing over the past few weeks. Um basically like what what I assume you mean is leveling things up. You you were leveling things exa- up and exactly. now you're just go Le- do the tasks that you unlocked. Exactly. Now you can bang out a lot of lot of tasks and just do them uh so did that i i reached adamant rank today which i am really pleased about um i know dragon is the it's the cool kids thing but honestly uh, that was never gonna happen in the first place no no not 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 for not for us people who you know are still generally um relatively new to to old school runescape in the in in the whole grand scheme of things also, the time investment. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. I, I I have a full time job and I have other hobbies as well. And my my backlog of other games that I've wanted to play has been neglected as it is. Um, I looked at my playtime on my league's character, and I'm coming up on seven full days. Uh, I need to check what's what's my main character's game time is. But you know what's interesting about that? They're probably in the similar ballpark at this point. You know what's really interesting about that? You mentioned seven days on League's time. That's exactly about where I am, too. So one of us has been more efficient than the other one. <laughs> in terms yeah. of finding points and, you yeah, know, and, no. and, and doing things and doing, you know, running down the task list. And and I know I didn't I didn't put this in the rundown for you actually um, I, I just checked right now just out of curiosity since you mentioned it Mainscape old school characters at eight days seven hours uh, I could check right now it's really easy to look in but yeah no it's for me um, like it it 
the, the 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 loop you have, the fact that there's more instant gratification rather than delayed gratification, makes leagues uh, just more a little bit more interesting to play. Uh, a lot of uh, yeah, I'm on ten days, seven days, um, nine hours. I'm on ten days in um, Mainscape and leagues. I can get you the last number. Yeah, and and, and the reason and the reason I wanted to mention that is it's kind of something we've been dancing around about, you know, whether or not we, you know, bring up and talk about because you asked me a question over the Christmas break. Are you having more fun now that you stop chasing points? And the answer to that yes. was yes. Wholeheartedly. Yeah, I I I I honestly don't get it. Like the point chase for me was definitely part of the fun that leagues brought. And the reason for that is it it's a game where you have to do a lot of things, but it gives you a way it kind of gives you a way of organizing it and doing it, right? That but also normally it's just a grind, right? Like if you think about it yeah, there's quests and there's PVM, but a lot of it is pretty repetitive. Especially that uh, early early to mid-game stuff around, you know, some of the skills, I find. Uh, yeah, maybe, but also, like, once you get the quest cape and have that all done, right? Like, now you need to start chasing 99s and there's not really any new content you unlock yeah. at that stage. Yeah. So, and, and the nice thing about Leagues is that it does a really good job of always giving you something that you can probably achieve in 30 minutes. Like, not everything is achievable in 30 minutes, but I'm at the point where if but, I wanted but, to right. do a task, I could do usually do one in 5 to 10 minutes. Yeah, and, and, and see, that's the thing. Marked. Especially when you look at the task list and you look at, say, the tasks that are worth, you know, 10 to 40 points. You know, granted, we're running out of those as we approach the end here, but that is actually a very good point in terms of um, just making it so that you could achieve something relatively quickly. And we know that the core aspect of RuneScape is picking a goal and then, of course, doing that, but finding the most efficient way or finding, you know, two or three other things along that path when you're going for that goal. And that's why... I. On paper, at least, it makes sense to me that having things like the achievements list and the league's task list is a wonderful thing. And it allows somebody, like you said, to come in for 30 minutes a day and just achieve something. And I think that's yeah, wonderful. I think it, that's it, wonderful it, it, from a design perspective. It, it, it also makes me achieve things that they're sort of off the beaten track, right? Like some of the tasks I did were arguably they were a little bit like grinds but they were very weird grinds like one of them was like fletch 250 redwood logs into arrow shafts i mean that's like I 10 cycles a, i have like i have stacks of arrow shafts now in my bank that i will never ever need right in the main game this is not something i would really do but it's still and that that's the nice thing about leagues it makes you target goals that are sort of not the meta, in a sense. Right. Because and how many me, times that, would people go and do something like that if they, if they had the, if they had no choice to? Yeah, yeah. 
And and sure, there's plenty of things that leagues gives you points for that you do anyway along the way, but far from everything. Right. And and see. So, and 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 now here you are, and 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 you are saying sort of like, oh, I'm no longer chasing points. I'm just doing whatever I want to do. But you can do that in the main game. Like you're yeah. going to be able to do that in yeah. the main game in the future. So, I, I'd love to hear why you're sort of dismissing half of the league's mechanics. <laughs> and and I knew this question was going to be on this show. And I have been thinking about it since you first asked me. And the best answer I have to it is that I just don't like being told what to do. And I knew that coming into leagues, and I anticipated that that might be an issue. But I still wanted the entire experience along the way of playing as an Iron Man, playing with a limited set of regions, playing with insane XP multipliers. And to me, it was more about the experience than it was the task chasing and you know i i there's think there's this there's hundreds of tasks like you have all the bloody choice in the world on what you're going to do and and at least somewhat adjacent to it there will be points to be gained sure but at the same but time nobody is telling you what to do right but but I felt like I needed to do certain things to do things more efficiently. Like I felt like tier seven was an absolute requirement to go for one of the combat relics before getting wholeheartedly into some PV- PVM. All right. Yeah. And that's my, and that's, but that, my, is, and, that is, that is, that is you convincing and, yourself that you need it. Right. And, and that's my, and that's my min max heart speaking. Yeah, and yeah. you know, for people who are new to the show or might not be aware, I'm a I'm a min maxer. Yeah, I I yeah I I can't really emphasize with that. Empathize like it. Oh, I know. <sighs> yeah, like because like one of the things and one of the reasonings uh, you gave for choosing to run is like oh i want to i want to explore the space right like i want to see what's there i'm like but you're taking away that sense of exploration to do that alongside your your main character like that i mean i ended up picking Tranwin because i think for me how i play it gave me the most sources of points sure um and i think i made the right choice in the end yeah and you know to be fair i wouldn't have chosen Tranwin if the, if the lore was Spoiled to me. I did gather the memoriam crystals, but I didn't read any of them. I know nothing about you know Song of the Elves and how that went and and what the what the old school story is about that. I'm saving that side of it for yeah. Mainscape. No, I, but yeah. Like I I find that exploring the mechanics and exploring the game world around it is it's it's equally exciting to me. Yeah, that's fair. And I, um, yeah. So, 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 so yeah, like, I mean, very different. I guess we're very different people in that respect. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, I, I, you can kind of guess how I was going with this. Is that you know, I, I, and I'll, I'll be a hundred percent honest. There's things I would do differently, 
and I asked you about this, and you said, no, I wouldn't do anything differently. And that comes down, I think, again, to that min-maxing uh, sort of play style that I, that I kind of wish I leaned into more. But I didn't know how much I was going to like it. I didn't know how much I was going to like the PVM, and so on and so forth down that path. Yeah, I mean... I mean it- just to clarify, I'm not doing anything differently. Like, if I were to play leagues again now, I would make different choices for variety, of course. Um, I might also not always have made the best choices in the moment. Like, I think there's a lot of tasks I could have done way earlier, uh, which meant I would have get, gotten the relics earlier, etc., etc., etc. But I can look back on it, and given my knowledge, my game knowledge at the time, they were the right choices to make, like Trickster. Yeah, for example. Ex- ex- exactly. It's it's not like there, there might have been different decisions that would have put me in a different position and maybe better, but I didn't know them at the time. Like I think with all the information I got, made pretty optimal. At least I optimized for my own fun. That's actually very. very that's actually a very good point because if you're not doing that. You're gonna hate the thing, and you're yeah. gonna want. You're gonna want to stop. And, yeah, may, and maybe exactly. I didn't do that. Maybe that's what it comes down to. But to get back to the task list, I've had the same problem with task-driven things as long as I can remember. I am dreading the the task diaries on the main game. I on RS three the the achievement diaries there were by some of my last comp requirements. And when it comes to achievement hunting in general, if you look at something like my Xbox profile or my Steam profile, they're going to be some of the lowest achievement scores out of my entire friend group. I don't get it. You don't like the dings from like the achievement? I no, don't know. I no, like, maybe no, we got to get Francine like, on again to explain that. Yeah, I, I like the dopamine hits it gives you. And I think that is a super important factor to how I play games. Like we 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 often talk about this. Uh a friend of mine. Um uh, we we are always going back and forth like playing games like Vertorio or or stuff like that. Uh, and writing code. And we're like we spend I mean at this point hundreds of hours on playing Factorio for example, right? It is just problem solving. It's really just software engineering. Why are we not working on writing code um, <laughs> and working on a game instead, right? <laughs> uh, but the outcome is sort of the, it's the instant payoff that you right. get right. out of building like a little factory and it works and you can see it Yeah. Working. And okay. for me, achievements are a very similar thing. In a particular moment, you achieve something and the game says... Well done. Here's a little badge for you to commemorate this trivial achievement. It, by, by all means, if I describe it like that, it shouldn't work. But our brain is like, yes, validation. Give us more of that. And for me, leagues has been. That. That's exactly that. Yes. Okay, that's a good way of describing it. And, you know, I, I knew that was what happened for people, but putting it in that context, I think, helps a bit. And when you expand it out to that, if I even go back further than RuneScape and look at um, 
you know, games even going back to the N64 and GameCube era, um, you, you know, it, it was never about anything, you know, that would be in that same vein of completing something. It would just be, you know, about playing the game for a bit and then and then moving on from it. Granted, of course, different ages and, and whatnot and different types of game back then. But I think it's just, I think what we're just underscoring is that it's just a, a different thread between me and and the way I play games, probably. And, that, and maybe this is also why I don't play single-player games, too. Yeah. So, could be. It, it could be all that. It could be all that. Um, so if you haven't been chasing points, what have you been doing? <laughs> I've been doing a lot of PVM since Christmas. Uh-huh. Yup. Uh-huh. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Can you call Zolcano PVM? Uh, you're a player. Zolcano is a monster. Okay. Okay. So, obviously, skilling boss, you know, not going to be as... I, and I don't want to say this as a disservice to other skilling bosses out there, but I feel like the skilling bosses are less engaging PVM than the actual PVM. But they're still very interesting to play. And, you know, granted, I, I think I probably only spent about an afternoon at, at each of them based on, you know, the time I had over the break. So that's the context I'm speaking of for all these. But, um, you know, I, re I just really enjoyed the flow for Zolcano. I love the fact that if you want to, it's an option for getting ores and bars if you wanted to grind it out that way after you get the necessary mining level. Of course, you know, um, getting to Prif, you're going to, in the main game, you're going to have 70 smithing and mining, so it's not a problem. You can just go walk straight in to Zolcano for that. So I, I like the idea of what it provides. And I was actually a little bit worried about this going in. I was worried to, you know, find out, if you know, are, are there going to be people actually playing Zolcano? And there actually were on the Tyrannon-themed the world. So, that, so that, was, that was actually very nice to see because we all remember from the stats breakdown um, you know, I think about the halfway point, Jagex and the content creators put out that uh, breakdown video of the stats and the number of people that chose the various regions. And quite honestly, Tyrannon wasn't very high on that list. So I, I had my concerns. But nonetheless, I walked away from this and I feel like the interaction model that you get at Zolcano is more interactive than Wintertoke. I know you like Wintertoe because you're the pyromancer or the pyromaniac, but mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I found Zolcano to be a more engaging, more fulfilling skilling boss. So with that and how much time you spent at Wintertoe, both in the main game and in leagues, I, did, you take, did you have a chance to take a run through Zolcano? What did you think? I didn't. Okay, you didn't. Okay, no. fair enough. And, you know, I, fair enough, maybe you save that for, for the main game, I think, and, you know, mass it out on a, a full world where things are happening in that regard. But I just find, and, you know, maybe there's there's more, uh, it would have been interesting to see what this was like when Prif was launched, but I just find what they did for all of the combat encounters associated with Prif and, you know, Turan in, in general to be very interesting and very, what should I say? Very wholesome, very fulfilling, very honorable to the old school game design ethos, let's just say. 
and yeah, I can see and that. and, and can it kind of that. in in many ways shaped that experience and it's like this is old school this is you know when song of the elves and when prif came out this is what we viewed as the pinnacle of some combat encounters and obviously prif isn't the the hugely overpowered city like it is in rs3 and and you know i think we're both grateful for that which has led us the ability to find things like Zolcano, Zalra, the Gauntlet, and Prif. Well, yeah, and, and see, the way you describe this, I'm sort of sad that I never really got around to uh, trying out some of the raids in leagues. Uh, yeah. Because I think they, yeah, we didn't they get are there. an even further evolution um, of, of BVM. Um, but unfortunately... I haven't had the chance. We looked at the requirements people. yesterday and we're like, well, I was like, um, no, that's not happening in the last five days. Yeah, I mean, leagues makes you very overpowered. I think it is very doable. I'm not quite sure if I want to put in the energy right now. Because it would just um, be Chambers of Zarek for us. Yeah. Or, or do exactly. you have one in Kandarin? Uh, no, no. Um, it's Desert, Mortania, and Curran that have the free rates yeah. right now. Okay. Uh so yeah, no, like that 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 is the one thing I would kinda have loved to take a look at. Uh but you know, it it just didn't that's not the Yeah, because my understanding of Chambers of Zarek, which is the one we'd be doing, is that we need um all three combat styles to be proficient. I can be proficient in um Enranged and and bully, of course, to level sixty. But I don't have much for magic gear otherwise. So, yeah, I have eighties across the board. So it's not like I would be completely helpless. Uh, and the guardian is there as well. So I think I think I could do it. Um, but it's maybe you should. Yeah, maybe because, I should. Because there's... Maybe I might. Because you can find you could probably find a world where it's going. Read up on the on the things that you need to do to be successful, and with the stats. Oh, you have, I, you I think be able I can. To... So, you can solo it if you want to. Yeah, um, but this is just a question of you know how much time would you spend banging your head against the wall trying to figure that out? Yeah. So, uh, I, I to me, I, I think I'm getting more excited to go back to the main game and work on my character there and incorporate some of the things we've learned from leagues than trying to do the raids, but. It makes me wary of describing like the PVM in uh, Turanwin as the pinnacle of PVM. Like I think some of it is still well, maybe not the pinnacle in PVM in terms of you know the most advanced or the most difficult. Well, not anymore, but right? definitely, like, some... but definitely what shows off you know what old school is. I would say, yeah, because I felt like, that I with think... the gauntlet. Which is another thing that you and I both did, because you, you you did some of that, I did some of that. I did do the gauntlet. Yeah, I I I was that was the maybe the one piece of content I was the most excited for trying out in Tranwin, um, because it is very dungeoneering like. Yep. Yep. Yeah, which of I course is mind. the RuneScape yeah. three skill that many people call a mini game, except here it's actually a mini game. Yeah, well, it's it's not a mini game either. It's it's interesting. Um, a lot of people don't like the engineering, and I think a lot of people don't like it because it is 
ultimately better played in a group. And if you play it with randoms, you're not going to have a good time most of the time. So I think a lot of the hate for Dungeoneering comes out of this. I think the formula itself is great and awesome. And if you play it with the right people, you can actually have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like I, had, I, had a, I had a period of time, like a few weeks or maybe months, where I was doing Dungeoneering fairly regularly with a semi-fixed group, and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, so, yeah, Gauntlet... It gives those same kind of vibes, though, doesn't it? Like it gives similar vibes, but it I wouldn't equate it to dungeoneering because you lack the cooperation factor. Like I really liked the fact that you can strategize in dungeoneering because it's a randomly generated dungeon. If you're smart about who goes where and where the keys are, yeah. and who is carrying which group gate stone, and, and Gauntlet all that stuff. is a lot more limited, a lot more simple in terms of the objective. Yes. Because it's just prep um, for the boss encounter at the end. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, I would like it. I would like a mix between the two, I think. I would like Dungeoneering to be more like the Gauntlet, where the bosses were actually difficult enough that you would need to do some skilling in the dungeon rather than just find the boss, find the keys, and get, to the, get there. And just blap it, yeah. And just blap it. Exactly. Um, and the gauntlet could do with a little bit more strategizing because once mm-hmm. you have the strategy down, mm-hmm. like it's just the boss. Sure, thing. it's randomly generated, but it's it's the same each time, basically. Yeah. And um, and that brings up a very key point with the gauntlet is that you can in effect, you know, in effect create your own route that you go through through the dungeon and do a variation of that route each run. And you get to a point where you have an exact list of what you're looking for in order to prepare, build the armor and the weapons. Which I guess is, yeah. is, is how you get to Corrupted eventually. So, what did you think of the boss fight at the end of that? Um, it was challenging for me, yeah. for sure. I, I took a few deaths there. I found but... it more challenging than Zolra. Yeah, um, I, when I did it the last time, I had tier eight unlocked with the guardian oh, uh, relic. You got You told me about this earlier. You got to share this with with the listeners. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden, that trivialized that encounter. Um, I took almost no damage. I used one piece of food, and I got through it. Uh, that almost makes me think I should just try to corrupt the gauntlet now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that might, yeah, I I might try it just for fun and giggles uh, once or twice. But yeah, no, that was very interesting because I died very horribly. Mostly, not necessarily because I ran out of food, but mostly because I could not keep up. And manage the movement, right? Yeah, like there's the movement, there's trying to attack the boss again, there's switching weapons to attack it with the right switching stall. Switching prayers. Switching your own prayers, and that was a little bit too much for me to manage in the, in the, in a time, and I missed some of the UI goodness you get with RS3 with that, but... Oh, oh good, you said it, you back. said it, you said it, and here I was thinking I was the only one who wanted that. I, I wish I could just set up like two different quick quick prayers, for example, right? Yeah. Like having yeah. two quick prayers I could swap between. Um, and make them key bindable. I don't even care about that, but like having to, yeah. 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 But that's it. I, I think the gauntlet is a solid piece of content. Um, 
but might play it in main game. Yeah, absolutely. Eventually, I look forward to going back to that in Zolcano. Uh, we'll we'll get to the other Turan and adjacent piece of content in a bit. Um, did you get any? Did you get any seeds from the gauntlet? No, I did just the one KO in the end. Um, mostly because it doesn't. I, I mean, I could get armor seeds or weapon seeds or whatever seeds from there and actually get some leagues points, but it wasn't actually contributing to leagues. Corrupted Gauntlet would actually, ironically. Um, so no. But you uh, did, did something else use... with your seeds. Yeah, I did. I did get myself a crystal web, a crystal bow because you could just buy it. And then I cheesed the heck out of smithing and crafting uh, because uh, it's so easy to do pickpocketing with uh, Trickster. Uh, yeah. Erotic. Yeah. Uh, so I spend about two work days with my phone next to me, just continuously pickpocketing, uh, grabbing like a hundred teleport enhanced teleport seats to that, and then just turning them all into crystal shards, and then using those crystal shards to just sting a bow. Revert it. Sing a bow. Revert it. This was not good for my wrist, by the way. Uh, this was not good for... <laughs> my RSI does not like this, but I managed to basically get 99 smithing and 99 crafting in like 45 minutes. Or if not, like, a few uh, less than that. Yep. Uh, it, it felt a little bit ridiculous, but... You know, 99 smithing unlocks a lot of uh, task sets. 99 crafting is useful to have. Those were two skills I didn't expect to get 99 in, but 99 I got. You know, I I wish I could have I wish I could have done that, but I was missing the smithing requirement. In the end, I only got to 70 smithing, so I didn't I couldn't have got to I think it was like 77 to start doing the thing with the crystal. Uh, I bow. I started at like 75 uh, and used uh, some skilling boosts to get me to yeah. first few levels there. Uh, but those skilling boosts, I needed them once. And then the XP went so fast <laughs> that I didn't need them after the first bite. Um, and and you know what the fun part about this is? Is that this method probably only works in leagues. It does. Like, realistically because of the thieving getting... and the XP rates. Yeah, exactly. Like, the number of shards you need. Like, you need, like, 100. I need, like, 100 enhanced teleport seeds. And uh, dead drop rate is, um, I, I will tell you, uh, is one in a thousand um, from elves pickpocketing or killing uh, guards and Prithinus. So one in a thousand. You need a hundred of them, which means on average you would need to do a hundred thousand successful pickpockets. And, and and when pickpocketing doesn't automatically repeat itself in the main game, you see what a tall order that would be. Right. And if you're like, oh, but I can just buy the crystal teleport seats in um, in the GE. Yes, you can. They're about two mil each. Uh, so at that point, uh, you're but, better off but, just but, buying but the bars now, and doing it that way. But now you need sixteen times as many because you don't have the time sixteen um, um, XP multiplier. You're better off buying bars. Uh, so at this point, you're better off buying bars, exactly. Um, but hey, it, it 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 was not the way I expected to train smithing, but the circumstances allowed for it. It was very much um, emergent behavior, we call this in games, where 
it's not the game is not designed to allow for it, but it sort of happens. Yeah, and and I guess that's kind of like shaking the box and breaking the boundaries of what's possible. And I'm I'm wondering it it's 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 it, it's the same reason that Soul Wars is absolutely ridiculous yeah. in leagues because yeah. the you get the both the multiplier. XP multiplier and the minigame points multiplier. So at tier eight or even tier seven because you don't get any uh, improvement to those things after that, um, your multiplier is basically times eighty. And and at that right, and, and at that point, you know, we've already talked about before. Soul Wars is your best place. You're going to get essence. It's your best place. You're going to get coal. Um, it's your best place. You're going to get adamant bolts, amongst other things, too. For that, mm-hmm. so, um, I I I I have this idea in my head, and I wonder when leagues was being built. I'm going to assume just because of the kind of game designers that are inside Jagex, I'm going to assume that they envisioned all of these things at at some point, or at least somebody envisioned these things all being possibilities, like the thieving, or sorry, not the thieving, the uh, smithing and crafting method you described. And, 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 and I honestly love that, right? It, to me, that actually makes leagues interesting. Is it desirable that there are methods like this in the, in the game no does it really matter for a game mode that's around for two months absolutely not because it makes you do different things and and i think that's the that's the that's another key leagues point that we walk away from um with this what was your end thieving xp on this by the way hi um um i think um over 100 mil okay all right yeah I uh, my virtual level is 121. That says all we need to know, which puts you definitely north of that 104 mil that you mentioned. Um, yeah. And 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 here I thought I was I was doing great with around 60 mil thieving XP. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. Yeah. Did you have a chance to uh, head into the poison waste and take on Zalra? I did. Again, I don't think I really experience that encountered the way it's intended because of my guardian right. i was mostly uh i used the zora plugin that shows you where to stand for like the different stages I, okay um, what would you make of that uh I, I i was struggling figuring it out and actually the phases were switching much faster than i yeah, expected because you the plugin doesn't automatically update you have to click what no you're so you're clicking it you're running there and you're trying to parse it uh and in the meantime trying to Avoid the venom. Like I the, honestly uh, found found it easier to just have the the patterns image up that's on the wiki and kind of just go from that as a glance on a yeah on a that maybe would have been better. Um, like I said, I didn't experience it the way it was intended to because while I was trying to essentially running around screaming, uh, my guardian was doing good work and just taking it apart. Right, because so. you have to watch for the poison clouds. The guardian uh, does not, and for me, Zalra was my most satisfying PBM encounter in old school. Because I started off with not being able to get a kill and through some consultation and through looking at, you know, the patterns on the wiki page and just, you know, trying things out, it got to a point where I was able to get very consistent kills. That's all right. I didn't get the blowpipe. I didn't 
push down that path because I would have needed, I didn't have, of course, a desert to get, you know, make my own darts. So I would have needed 92 mining to make amethyst darts. So I didn't really lean too much into the, into the blowpipe grind. But Zalra was definitely my most, uh, my most rewarding PVM encounter just because it was something where I was actually able to learn it and do it. And, and of course, you know, I, I did have Soul Stealer by that point, so I didn't have to worry about prayer. I still needed to worry about, of course, um, curing venom and, you know, eating through it. So Soul Stealer didn't take me all the way, but it was definitely a, a, a fun thing to learn and something I see myself going back to um, it, whenever that's you, unlocked you in the main benef- game. You have to benefit, like, likely that you can go back there now and you had like it will be harder than in league of course um for sure like i, I but... know i'm not gonna do it with a rune crossbow in the no game. no exactly but you had a pretty close experience to the real life and all you need to do is is get that little bit of extra gear and a little like the combat encounter might be slightly longer but you've got most of the strategies and techniques yeah like down. looking at the guide on the wiki uh they recommend the carl's crossbow yeah so there you there you, have it. you can just buy that exactly <laughs> so i mean it, it's definitely something that i want to go back to and i i also feel like it was uh my first foray into old school pbm just like you know and on rs3 i had my first foray into that and it's something i'll always remember and you know smile back on fondly but i want to touch on uh one thing in particular you mentioned the zolra plugin i wanted to talk about another plugin that we both discovered late in our league's adventure that that really changed changed the game for us and that's the ability and i just wrote this as the plugin in the notes because of how powerful it is the ability to rebind left click and right click menu items i didn't know this was a thing until late in december but oh my god knowing this now i'm going to be using this all over the place in the main game i used it all over the place in leagues and it's obviously a feature of rune light and when i saw this available in the plugin hub i was like how is something like that available and legal but it is yeah, uh, the the menu swapper, menu entry swapper plugin, I think it's called. Um, I I I discovered it today actually because I was doing uh, some selling of runes and I found out that if you do it in batches of fifty, you really shouldn't do it in batches of fifty. Uh, so I w- I looked into it because my 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 wrist is still killing me from ninety nine specific ninety nine. Oh my god, it is you. I- you were serious about uh, that? Yeah, I'm, I was not gonna wreck my wrist even further with selling death runes to um, to some Sara person. Uh, so that's why I um, looked into this, and yeah, there you go. Shift click, sell ten, hold shift, and spam your left mouse button. It's great. Um, I knew it existed. I was always like, oh, that's probably pretty niche. I get most of the things I want to, but oh, no. now that I found out that it makes bankers left click bank, which they really should be, let's be honest, I'm like, how could I have played without this for a year? Right? Yeah. And and that really what it did for me is it painted a picture 
of what the old school game experience is like for people who are just starting out with the game versus people who have been playing it for quite some time and have their rune light configured to a T of exactly how they want it. And you can bet that this plugin is in the list of many people's enabled lists for this. And as a result of that, it really, to me, showed that disparity between start and finish. And, you know, it it just really made me think that if this is something that the community decided that they needed, Jagex has decided to allow such a thing on this, then that, again, just like we were talking about with things like the Gauntlet, I think is another showcase of what old school is. And and that's kind of the thing I wanted to walk away from from that, at, at least from my perspective. I don't know if you agree or disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, I I I I still trying to make up my mind where the responsibility should really lie in in the quality of life, right? Um, As in, should the third party plugin people and Runelight provide that quality of life, or is it something that Jagex should ship for everybody? Yes. Yes. And I and, uh, and I feel as, like with uh, some of the updates on the horizon, we're going to be talking about that this year. Yeah, uh, as it stands, though, I'm glad it exists. And that is maybe the only thing that really matters. Yeah, that's fair. Because you can choose to not use it if you don't want to use it. And I don't think people should be shamed for using something that has been that has got the official stamp by Jagex as being okay in the plugin hub. Yeah. In any case, um, I, I I feel like we've exhausted our list of leaguesy things to here to talk about. Unless there's any other leagues ish things that we want to talk about in terms of where we've been, what our regions have been over Christmas and the New Year break. No. 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 We have a tale. No, of... I've I, I've you... been I've been all over the place. Yeah. With, with leagues, so it's it's hard to summarize it. Um... Yeah, maybe, such such a task list, right? Right, and and you know maybe we'll be able to come back to that next week in some kind of retrospective. We're we're not a hundred percent on that th- yet. That's kind of the way we're leaning. Um, if anybody in the audience has a strong opinion one way or another about what a retrospective should look like, let us know in the comments. A tale of two quests. I think it's time to talk about that. What we did over Christmas. Oh, the tale of two quests. Yes. So, folks will remember that before Christmas, we talked about our adventure through the Fremenic Trials and how me, again, was in the case <laughs> of saying that this quest wasn't as bad as I remembered it and, you know, relatively easy overall and not too fetchy until, you know, one of the guys there. But, of course, one must ask, what happens after the Fremenic Trials? Well, you have the Throne of Miscellanea and the Fremenic Isles. Which one do you want to start with? Uh, well, there's more, honestly. Well, there's the yeah, there's trials. more, but these are the two that we've done so far. Yes. Uh, let's start with the miscellaneous one. Yeah. So, of course, Throne of Miscellaneous, everybody remembers that for the kingdom. And you would think because of that, you got this great quest behind it. This quest came out in 2004. And we need to be 100% honest here. This quest shows its age. Huh. Mm-hmm. It is the classic case 
of a fetch quest running back and forth between miscellaneous and etc. Yeah. To, just to talk to people. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. You unlock, of course, the managing miscellaneous activity. But this quest, I have to say it, is just far too fetchy for 2024. And granted, I don't expect anything to happen with this or anything to change with that. But what we thought of as a good quest way back in the day, I have to say at this point, is not a good quest. Unless you no, and and and, and, and a little anecdote. There's a little anecdote here as well that uh, Clan Quest, the Clan part of, they did like a big. Um, they did a big uh, tier list, quest tier list um, event. Um, and, and they rated Miscellanea as like, I think, B tier. And uh, yeah, rewards wise, it's really good, I guess. But yeah, I, had, I did not have a good time. And then, and then we spent like half an hour chopping maples as well, right? <laughs> And that was, of course, I had a mithril hatchet at the time and I upgraded to rune, and that helped it a bit, but that was still slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the quest is about the unlock, and that's what I told myself after I hit the logout button that day. Yeah. I might not have liked what I just did, but it was all about the unlock and the stuff I'm going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Which is apparently right now only forty six thousand uh, GP per instance, based on the um, managing miscellaneous money making guide. Yeah, so it's not it's... even not that strong. Yeah, when in reality, with that, you could probably make more in a single herb run. So, yeah, that's one side of it. But on the other side, mm-hmm. we have the Fremenic Isles. Um, I almost died yeah. again in a combat encounter. <laughs> what else is new? Yeah, you say that. You say that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but this was this. I have to say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. This was the quintessential feeling of a RuneScape quest. I have to say, for this one, we we both agreed on this quite quite a lot that this quest was way way better we actually i enjoyed it but i got to thinking why is it different from throne of miscellanea because there's two islands with two royalty that can't stand each other and you're there running back and forth making peace it is virtually the same quest Virtually. Why do we dislike Throne of Miscellanea? And why do we like Fremenic Isles? What does Fremenic Isles do better or different that actually makes it fun to do? Well, there's less miscellaneous just talking to people. This is actually doing things, grabbing things, capped off by a combat encounter. Um, there's the, there's this, the only part that really annoyed me about, uh, Fremenic Isles was the, was the gesture bit at the end. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just the fact that you're actually doing things. So it wasn't just running back and forth. It was actually time between the running that made you do things. But it, it, yeah, I, I was surprised because... Also, 2007 versus 2004. That's not even a massive difference. Though apparently in terms of quest quality, it was. I mean, earlier we did um, The Giant Dwarf, and that's 2005. Which I don't think that um, one was that bad. No, no. It, I, I, I sort of enjoyed it. It was definitely uh, a pretty decent one. Yeah, you know, Keldegrim, always wonderful. Yeah, no. Um, came out in the same year as Land of the Goblins as well. Um, that one we have yet to do, of course. Um, it, it's it's sort of shocking to me. Um, and, and, you know, I feel like this was just a hallmark of early RuneScape. Maybe that's what it comes down to, is that individual products, individual pieces of content, individual quests were built and, in effect, pitched by a content developer to a person in charge, and they got the okay to go ahead with it. And that's how you wind up with this kind of disjointed feeling. I guess. Like, you unlock Relica, and then that comes with, you know, an entire region of islands in the north, and you can tell a story about each of them. You have Miscellanea. You have Yatasso, Nate's not. You have Lunar Isle, and each one of these has a very different story associated around them, and I think that was the whole point of what Relica and the Fremenic Islands were all about was to provide, you know, just a just a new canvas to tell stories in in a different way that could all be different from one another. But, you know, still, it doesn't explain how one is a, a more horrid fetch quest than the other one. And dare I say it, dare I say this, and I might be feeling bad about this in a few weeks. Do you know what I'm going to say right now? No. We're going to like one small favor better than we like managing or throwing a miscellanea. I mean, honestly, I think uh, one small favor uh, gets too much flack. I understand it's annoying, but I think it is the hallmark of British humor and the hallmark of right. what Western RS should be. So, right. um,. For that reason, I I one small favorite is never going to be my least favorite quest. It's not going to be my favorite one, but if they make a one small favorite two that has all the learnings and actually is like takes away all the annoying parts of the quest, sure, I think I'm gonna love the heck out of it. Yeah, and, and you know I think that's a good way of looking at that and i think we should also bring this one up higher on our list of things to do we we should sit down and evaluate where we're at on these quests because i already mentioned to you earlier there's one that i want to bring up um on that list but but that's a topic for after the show of course and i i think just this perspective on quests you know 10 plus years after the fact looking at them is is an interesting thing to peer into and maybe maybe somebody else can you know, who's on this path, see that and understand wh where we're coming from. Or maybe not. Maybe we're just experiencing something unique here. But that's been our questing. Uh, is there anything else uh, you think we should talk about before we go? 
No. Um, it's just good to be back I, for the new year, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and I also have to say it, you know, Leagues has reinvigorated my love for RuneScape, has taught me to look at it in a very different way. Um, so I, I am excited for what the coming year brings. That's good, because we weren't sure if it was going to do that for you in particular, or if I was going to like it. And, you know, despite how I might have complained along the way, I think I did enjoy it. So there's that. And we're closing the chapter on leagues. I think there's still time maybe for a retrospective. We haven't 100% decided on that, and that would be on next week's show. Of course, we'll see what Jagex has on tap for us in the coming week. But... I feel like it was a very fun and enjoyable Christmas break. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I'm I, sad that it's going to go away, Leagues. I'm also glad for it because I think the fact that it's time limited makes makes it better. I'm going to miss I'm going to miss my my goofy Leagues character, though. Um, I've, I've grown attached to the guy. Um, <laughs> OK, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but like that's the nice thing about leagues as well runescape it never ends there's never a moment where it makes sense to stop and leagues has an end and that fundamentally makes it better as a game in my opinion oh that's interesting and of course people might wonder what all that's about and maybe you're saying runescape should end but i don't think you're saying that right no i'm not saying that no Okie dokie. Well, of course, we'll be back next week for more discussions, questing, leagues, and whatever happens this week in Old School RuneScape. Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, do be sure to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you know what buttons to push. If you're on the audio feed, visit update.show slash OS. And of course, just click and subscribe on your favorite podcast listener of choice. But with that being said, we'll be back next week for another episode of the Old School Greenscape Update. See you then, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.